When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, my friends. You are listening to the Canned Air podcast. Yes, at podcast providers near you and far away. After all, it is the internet. So just listen and join us next week for another Canned Air podcast. I know the shadow will. <laughs> As will the brain. Yes. Welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. And returning to the show this week from SeanForney.com, he has a Kickstarter running till August 9th for Scarlet Huntress Reckoning. We welcome comic creator Sean Forney back to the show for his fourth time. Sean, welcome back, man. How's it going, guys? Thank you so much for uh, bringing me back. Glad to be back. Always a pleasure to have you, and I think two more appearances on the show and you get a free personal pan pizza so let's keep this rolling man excellent (laughs) got a good show for you lined up today uh in our retro round table we're going to be talking about uh i guess movies shows and uh really anything that draw their inspiration from fairy tales whether they be you know a direct telling or a variation yeah yeah. reimagining thank you this worked out good then (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be a lot of fun, and then we're going to turn our attention over to Sean to talk more about his Kickstarter for uh, Scarlet Huntress Reckoning. But before we do anything, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And uh, if you want to show some support to the show, many ways you can do that, people. You can uh, get on our website. There's a merch tab you can click on, get some shirts, other merchandise. There's a Patreon button you can click on that uh, gets you access to a plethora of uh, extra content that uh, the normies aren't getting. You can leave us a review on your podcast player of choice because that really helps a lot. And right now, uh, we are up in the uh, best comedy category for the 2022 Columbus Podcast Awards. So, yeah, just found that out. Yeah, if you want to vote for us, um, I would advise doing that. It would (laughs) really help us out. Please vote for us. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you're on the toilet with your phone, give us a few of your toilet minutes and vote for us, okay? Where do you vote at? ColumbusPodcastAwards.com. There we go. There we go. We'll have to put a link on social media, too. Make it as easy as we can for mm-hmm. them. And also, it's that time of the year, people. Uh, Halloween is a few months away here, and we are gathering stories for our Halloween episode. Uh, and we just want scary stories. Doesn't mean they have to be paranormal, just scary, frightening stories that we could include. We'd love to have you on the show and record your story uh, to be included in our Halloween episode. So if you do have one, shoot us a uh, uh, message at info at candarepodcast.com. And I think that's everything. Unless I'm forgetting something. That new patron we got. Oh, you're right. Joshua Bellis. Yeah. 
Yes, became a patron at the $10 tier. Thank mm-hmm. you for reminding me. And he is burning through our catalog on there, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> blowing up our comments, too. Makes is... me happy, though. Yeah. I like I like hearing his comments. I like uh, talking back to him. You know, you were saying he was commenting on an episode we did, what, two years ago? And I was like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> to do a little bit of re-listening to catch up, but... Big thank you to him. Welcome to the Candair Nation, Joshua. And with any, without any further ado, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. All right. <clears throat> fairy tales in pop culture. Fairy tales in the movies that were inspired by them. Where do we even begin? I'm a little little nervous about this category because <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was. When I sat down, I thought, shit, I haven't really seen a lot of these movies. But it doesn't mean I don't have any to talk about. But who would like to start? Who wants to kick us off? I'll start to- with an easy one. Yeah. It was a TV series for a number of years that basically starts out like every fairy tale once upon a time i have never seen that show i saw bits and pieces of it and really a lot of times i didn't know who was who i knew who rumpelstiltskin was just because that the actor that played him i mean he didn't look like some crazy looking troll guy like you see in the stories all right but he was is he the one you have to get to say his name three times or something or yeah to get him to say his own name three times i don't know if it was three times it was just say his name or just say his name yeah but then, yeah, I remember the show, and well, he was a dick on the show. He was, I mean, I think he was one of the villains. But then they also had what they they crossed over with uh, Frozen at one point too, which was kind of weird because that's not really a fairy tale, but I guess it turned into one. I, yeah, I've never. Seen, how long was that show on? And what what network was it on? Do you remember? Once upon a time, I almost want to say it was ABC. I, I think he's right. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever yeah. watch it, Sean? Uh, I think we watched the first two seasons and just kind of like, I don't know, we kind of lost track of watching it, whatever, but I enjoy the, the couple of seasons that we did watch. Um, it just, like I said, it, it kind of fell off our watch list and, uh, yeah. the story just kept rolling on and <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I know that feeling when you're watching something or reading something and it's just like, you know, you're at a point where you're like, this should be done by now. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. actually played the same night. Or maybe, it, was that Fox? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Or no, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield was ABC. That was ABC too, yeah. Maybe yeah, uh, I, maybe it was like one of the CW shows and like Flash or something like that was on the same time. That sounds more accurate. Yeah. I don't know. Easy to pick, see which one you watched <laughs> from there. All right, Sean, how about you, man? Favorite fairy tale or movie of fairy tale inspired? Uh, yeah, like you said, this is like a little bit more difficult than it should be. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I know I've had to seen a handful of these things. Um, can it count if I say supernatural? Because they work some fairy tale stuff in there every once in a while. I'll take yeah, it. Absolutely, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> supernatural was a cool show. And Jesus, it must have been to be on for what was it, 13 years? Yeah, 13 or 15, something like that. Wow. Incredible. Yeah, that's another one of those shows, very much like Sean in uh, Once Upon a Time. Like, we watched the first two, three seasons and we're like, you know, really taken with the story arc. But then it just, 
it never resolved. It just kept <laughs> rolling and Something rolling. else kept happening. It's like they would drag when, them from finding their mom and dad. Yeah, it's like once you're about to climax, you know, on this uh, uh, story arc, like another one is starting and then another one's, you know, it's just yeah. too much shit, too many cooks, you know. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> But it must have been good. I mean, we've seen that car at every con we've been at. Yeah, and they're trying. What they're trying to work on, uh, like a prequel or something like that. The Winchesters, or it is out or something. I'm not sure. Is that right? Yeah, it, another I, show, or is this like a film? No, whole. Uh, I thought it was another show. I'm not sure though. But I don't think yeah. that they were actually going to be in it. It's it's another show. It's based. It's it's their parents, the mom and dad. So it's like a prequel. Um, okay. I think they filmed the first season already, because uh, uh, the, the Jensen Ackles is like producing it. So it's, it seems it's, like it would just be a bunch of the same thing that happened in the series later on. Yeah, I, sure. I don't see how they're gonna play it off any different because it was, you know, they were those two, you know, the brothers were hunters, and then you know their parents were. So yeah. I don't see how it's gonna vary, you know, story wise, <laughs> whatever. But. <laughs> It's like uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. It's like when Breaking Bad was over, it's like, holy shit, what a cash cow we have. We got to keep this thing going somehow. <laughs> Let's so. go back in time and start from the before this all happened. Not that Supernatural was ever as successful as Breaking Bad. But, yeah. I mean, it had to have been doing something right to be around for 13 years. Jesus. Or 15, whatever it was. Hey, they had a slider named after him at this burger joint I went to last week called the wow. Winchester. They nice. must be very proud. <laughs> looked good looked horrifying because it had ghost peppers and mm. habanero sauce on it so yeah i, I didn't try it but it sounded good kind of <laughs> kind of with a big <laughs> glass of milk there you <laughs> yeah. go yeah it sounds like heartburn exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna throw this one out there because this is one that was the first that came to mind and is encompassing of all fairy tales is shrek oh hey, yeah yeah you're right it did Everything. I mean, like yep. Gingerbread Man, uh, Three Pigs, uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they're all there. I don't know why I'm sitting here trying to name them all. They're all there. <laughs> Let's see who all was in there. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah. <laughs> but those, how many of those? Were there three of those or four? Shrek? Shrek films. I think there was four. Four, I think. Yeah. Four? I, I think they're I trying to work that... on another one. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I thought I'd heard oh. that he was working on another one. Well, Mike Myers got to do something. Well, he's got the Pentaverin on Netflix. Oh, I forgot about series. that. Is that yeah. any good? Have you guys seen it? It's different. It's Mike Myers, but that's yeah, different. Uh, when you say it's Mike Myers, is it like you like you're seeing Austin and uh, Wayne and shit and, and him? Like, is it like his same old kind of humor? Is it a new kind of a thing? It's a bit of both. He has got a lot more range with the the characters that he's playing, which was kind of a refreshing. It wasn't the same Austin Powers-ish type of hmm. mannerisms and stuff. A lot of people, you're like, holy shit, that's Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to watch it, because I have heard about that, and people were saying uh, good things about it. I so. saw the first episode. I thought it was a movie, and then it ended, and I was like, oh, okay, we got 13 more to go. Yeah. He seemingly just got that Hollywood fuck you money and disappeared for the <laughs> longest yeah. time. He's like, I don't need any of this anymore, but... I mean, I don't care about Shrek 5 at all. I've, I've, I've no. maybe seen the first two or three, and I understand why people would probably have like an attachment who grew up with them, but I was already an adult when those things right. came out. So it was like, oh, cute. What's next? Let's go do laundry. You know? <laughs> but anyway, um, back to you, Jack. 
Mine, I was kind of kind of telling you about it earlier. It's not necessarily a fairy tale, but it's folklore. But at the same time, it's history. It's non nonfiction. That's that's the true one, right? Nonfiction. Correct. Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh shit! Just because he <laughs> retells the story of uh, King, I forget his name, King Arthur. Yeah, and the, the Knights of the Round Table. I tried watching that once years ago. And uh, I got to tell you, it didn't land with me. Yeah, it's it's an acquired taste, that's for sure. Yeah, and I feel like a prick because, you know, I, I feel like when I say, like, ah, I'm not the biggest fan, people are like, oh, you're a fucking elitist snob, are you? I'm like, no, it's just not my preference. No, it's like yeah. saying that, like, when people would ask you, I think there were memes about, like, have you watched Game of Thrones yet? Like, no, I don't really watch that. Like this, like oh, excuse me, you're the too cool for school guy who does, does can't watch Game of Thrones. It's like no, it's not that. It's just not really my cup of tea. You right. Know? Well, it's like uh, what The Walking Dead. I've gotten that from that. You didn't watch Walking Dead? No, it's zombies. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I know Glenn got beat up and killed, and everyone was upset. And then yeah, then nobody watched after. No, I don't think anybody watched after. Um, what was uh, what was the main guy? Rick left. Is like the main oh, yeah, character left right. from the show, and then it was left to uh, Dirty Norman Reedus to <laughs> yeah. take the lead. Anyway, <laughs> back to you, Sean. That boy needs a bath. Yeah. <laughs> and a haircut. Uh, let's see. Um, I didn't watch it, but I know there was that show, uh, Grimm, that was on, I think, NBC. Oh, NBC. that's right, yeah. Within, uh, uh, what, like the last five, ten years, something like that? Uh, probably ten-ish years, yeah. Sounds familiar, but I never... He was, what, a descendant? The main character was a descendant of the Grimm's, and he was he had the ability, I think that's what it was, and he had the ability to see fairy tale creatures or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Like, nobody else could make it out, but when you would look at him, he could see that they were actually... A, so all these, like, were. old fairy tales that have been written by his family were, like, about actual things only they could see kind of shit, is yep. what you're saying? Yeah. It was oh. kind of interesting. I watched the, the first episode, and it was good, but I, I mean... I would have had to backtrack, and it was already way farther in the series. I think they did a comic book on it too. I think so. It was a. I think I want to say it's Image. That's an interesting take, though. Yeah, I kind of like that. What about uh, the horror angle to fairy tales? Because there have been uh, movies, like horror movies, done on fairy tales over the years. Well, I don't really know a lot of them, except for one, which I haven't even seen, but I've seen the trailers and watched clips for. It's only been out a couple years called uh, Gretel and Hansel. Oh, I wanted to see that. That oh, was with yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. It was in it. Is he? Yeah. It looks really good. Um, I watched the trailer again today, and I think the the fairy tale has their name switch. Hansel and Gretel, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But um, it looks horrifying. It yeah. looks really disturbing. And um, yeah, I would like to see it, surprisingly enough. I know that's been on my watch list for a while, and I've just never pulled the plug on it. But yeah, I always wanted to see that. I don't know if it's mainly because of their name, and it cracks me up every time I hear Hansel and Gretel because of the Looney Tunes thing that they did. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it was like Bugs Bunny learns what their name is, and he keeps saying Hansel. Hansel? I don't know. <laughs> it's Hansel, John? Then, of course, the witch where she claps her heels and you see the bobby pins flying. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot about her. Yeah. <laughs> Great big witch with a big nose yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, how about... I've never seen this one covered or reimagined is Goldilocks and the Three Bears. 
No. Uh, yeah. I... It would be hard to reimagine. I mean, a family of bears living in a house with bowls of porridge and comfy beds is a little <laughs> hard. <laughs> it's a stretch. But help me here. How did that fairy tale in its original form actually end? You know, she tries the porridge. This one's just right. She tries the beds, finds one just right, mm -hmm. falls asleep. The bears come home. And if I'm not mistaken, don't they kill her? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, the, and at least in the grim version, that's that's the moral of the story. Is you know, breaking and entering. <laughs> <laughs> and the moral of the story is stay out my shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but imagine, I mean, I don't know how they would do it. I'm not a writer though, so how you could write that into a horror film would be cool. I would love to see someone's take on it. It would probably be a straight to Redbox, straight to DVD oh, yeah, movie, definitely. but I'd still like to see someone's take on that because it would it'd be, be like so a Cabin in the Woods do. type thing. Not necessarily like that movie because I don't know that movie that well, but it'd be what some stupid pretty teens that went out into the woods and found a cabin and all of a sudden mm. they're like, look at all this food here. Oh, this food sucks. This is good. And then, and or what if it was like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of a thing where like all these old like country bear animatronics from an old theme park yeah like somehow came to life and are living out in the woods and shit or something there's a thing maybe i am a writer <laughs> there you go. i think you need to pitch this one it's sounding good let's do this <laughs> copyright can there that's like yeah, a, a desolate town or something that had like a fun time pizza or showbiz pizza yeah. was, people went in there and oh, we're gonna make some pizza look there's still food here and all billy bob bear animals... scares me when he's friendly if he mm -hmm. was trying to kill my ass Ooh, buddy <laughs> Ooh, buddy all right um what else we got for fairy tales gentlemen i am stretched thin on this i think the one thing we learned about fairy tales on this show more than anything is to not talk about fairy tales yeah. on this show <laughs> because we just don't have enough content I have either that one. or we need to go watch more go if yeah. you got another one say it uh it's i guess you can kind of loosely take it off of beauty and the beast was uh that movie with doug jones the shape of water oh yeah yeah oh Oh, I never thought of that, but yeah. Yeah, that's one. And when I did a search, that one popped up, and I was like, well, that makes total sense. I still have yet to watch that movie, but it looked Yeah, I really want to good. see it, too. I feel bad. I mean, that feels like this one we should have seen, but I, I, I mean, based on the trailers, it looks like she tries to help that thing escape or something so they can be together. Or Yeah, it looks like they fall in love because she's, she's like a... Uh, like a janitor or whatever, trying to keep the place clean, or that's her job, and she can't talk, I think. Yeah, and, yeah comes across finding him in there and then hmm. yeah, have you seen eyes. it sean yes I, we saw it once it is it's an acquired taste type of movie those um, are some of my favorites though. yeah it's 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 definitely a guillermo del toro movie and i <laughs> i agree with you it's it's beauty and the beast and it's kind of got a little spin on um a, a few other things with how they set up like the uh basically it does become a love story she falls in love with the uh the creature and um there's uh it's it's like being held captive at like an old um like military base and there's you know the the general or whatever that works there that's the uh total asshole that oh you know, of course he is you know wants to control everybody control this thing and find out his secrets and you know the, the whole second half of the movie is just trying to figure out how to get him out of there how do they go off and you know live there happily ever after and all that kind of stuff but it's a good movie. The story's, you know, told very well, but it is definitely a weird vibe to it. I don't know how else to describe it because it's, <laughs> you know, it's 
I mean, that seems like a good description. It also seems like they were trying to uh, repurpose the um, Abe Sapien, Abe Sapien yeah. outfit from <laughs> like Hellboy his, movies. Yeah, his it, it, origin story. It's very story. much like that. <laughs> he looked cool, though. I got. You do have to see. I think that's on streaming somewhere. I think so. It should too. be. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. I got Unless one more. You do? Mm-hmm. Bring it on. This one is, I think, it uh, was kind of a... A bunch of fairy tales. Well, not really a bunch of fairy tales put together. I already said Shrek. No, it was uh, <laughs> Enchanted with Amy Adams. Oh, yeah. That does sound familiar. It was a, I think it was a musical, too. Maybe it just had some songs in it. It wasn't necessarily like a, a musical musical, but I haven't seen the whole thing. I've saw parts of it, and I was just like, I can't watch this anymore. It's too, too goody, two-shoes, lovey. Yeah, fairy telly movie, but yeah, I don't need that shit. I don't need that shit. But I actually thought thought it too. Now that we've been sitting here talking about it, go ahead, go for it. Um, so there was a movie, The Brothers Grimm, that was um, Matt Damon and um, uh, Heath Ledger. It was Matt Damon. All right, because we were kind of mentioning that before we started recording. I couldn't remember if old Maddie was in that or not. Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah. and then. <laughs> The other Hansel and Gretel movie, the one with um, uh, Jeremy Renner and Gemma Arterton. Isn't that the Hansel and Gretel you were talking about? The, he was talking about the horror one. This one was more like. Oh, you're, the, okay, right. that one was there action were then. two. So, yeah. okay, the, there? the one you guys thinking of is when they were grown up, right? Like they go yeah. back to slay her or something. Yeah, they uh, the the one with uh, Jeremy Renner and Gemma, Gemma Arterton, they. They grow up and they go, they, they turn into witch hunters. They, they, right. They start tracking down witches and it's, it's kind of similar to the brothers Grimm thing where they go and they're, they're monster hunters and everybody thinks they're faking it and all this stuff. And they come across like a coven of witches and whatnot. And the witch that killed their parents turns up and it's played by a Famke or Famke Jensen. Um, hmm. And uh, you know it's like an all-out battle with all the witches and all this craziness. It's it's a fun popcorn flick, but that's you know, the it, one I was thinking that Jeremy was talking about because I wanted to. That's the one I wanted to see. I didn't. I don't know anything about that. No, the, the one I'm one. talking about. It's like it. It's like it's when it happened, like when they were kids. Like okay, finding her house and shit, and like her being all creepy and stuff. Ah. It's, it's it's a straight up horror movie. Yeah. Okay. It looks like one of those, like, is it like A24 Studios? You know, mm-hmm. their movies kind of are. That's what it kind of <laughs> looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they did it, actually. All right. Any other uh, fairy tale things before we move on? Nope. I'm tapped out now. Wait, would the Leprechaun movies count? I guess they could. Anything yeah. counts here, Sean. I mean, yeah. shit. Bring it on. Leprechaun <laughs> movies. I've, I've, uh, that was where the one where Jennifer Aniston, like, got one of her first yes, roles, yes. right? Yeah. Was that good? I've never seen it. It's cheesy i mean it's a what oh. was that like probably early 90s horror flick that was kind of you know it's kind of in the vein of everything else that was coming out of time you know the freddie and jason movies and all that. <laughs> right it's, it's warwick davis's you know the leprechaun and he's running around terrorizing a bunch of teenagers oh was it warwick yeah I'm, was it <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's him um now i'm kind of like second guessing myself but yeah I'm, I'm i think sean's right him. i think it was, was it? i think it was uh and and hell i think they made like five of them or something they, they, made a shit yeah. they yeah. did <clears throat> and it's funny because excuse me i was listening to uh tell him i've been listening to tell him steve dave for years and brian quinn from the impractical jokers is on that podcast 
And he was saying, I think it was Leprechaun 4 or 5, like one of the <clears throat> more recent like sequel movies he got a small part in somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. He goes, it's not a great movie, but it's fun as shit, you know? So, I mean, you know, it's kind of what, you, like Sean was saying, you know, it's what you expect from that kind of a film, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just, you know, cheesy horror movies, you know, the, the popcorn flick. Yeah. You know, for me as a kid, it was like something to run on a Friday night and have a laugh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you weren't checking under the bed for leprechauns after that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. They didn't pull you in enough. I, yeah, that, that little thing. He looked, uh, he looked creepy. Mm -hmm. He looked I so creepy. I would never creepy. want to be. I'd rather be friends with Lucky than that guy. Well, who the <laughs> hell wouldn't? Lucky's got marshmallows. Well, that's true. Maltied marshmallows. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. We're going to jump to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking with Sean about Scarlet Huntress Reckoning. So stick around. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back from commercial and again are joined by Sean Forney. Sean, once again, man, thanks so much for being here and uh, talking fairy tales. It's been a lot of fun thus far. Uh, thank you again for having me. And yeah, it's been fun to, you know, come up with all these crazy movies. And um, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm going to fit right in with the whole theme. I would say so. I, I would it. say yeah. so. Uh, we'll go. Let's just start right there. Just jump right into telling the listeners who don't know about Scarlet Huntress a little bit about it. Yeah, so Scarlet is a modern-day descendant of Little Red Riding Hood, and she hunts werewolves and other cryptid creatures and whatnot, uh, and she's uh, seeking revenge for her mother's murder. And uh, the whole the whole story builds on this idea that she is a, a descendant, and the, uh, the family lineage is passed down from each generation to be the huntress from based all the way back from her, you know, great-great however many great grandmothers uh was the original red riding hood and um everything's based in columbus ohio and uh we we have her hunting an assortment of uh, werewolves and other creatures in the area and occasionally ventures out uh we did in uh our uh little companion book uh the scarlet's field guide to cryptids and other creatures where she ventures out to other areas in the world and comes across stuff like you know the mothman and uh bigfoot all these various creatures of uh, urban legend, myth, that kind of thing. Sure. And uh, what we're doing now with the uh, Kickstarter is the fifth issue, and it wraps up the story arc that we've been building since we came up with the character all the way back in 2004. 2004. Nice. Man, you yeah. guys are <laughs> you're getting close to 10 years with this uh, character. That is so amazing. Also, people, if you're ever at the convention center downtown... <laughs> Check out the wall on the north end once you get right inside because there's there are many of Sean's prints, including uh, Scarlet Huntress, up on the wall. Great big. That is so cool to see, Sean. Congrats on that, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was an amazing opportunity. The uh, uh, the two gentlemen that were working with the uh, Greater Com Greater Columbus Arts Council got a hold of me, and I got that opportunity, and it was you know too good to pass up with uh, getting to uh, promote the character and. You know, have some 
you know, on display, this local that uh, can point everybody in the direction of like, hey, look what I did. And they're gorgeous. It's not just like it's like a sheet of paper and a frame on the no, wall. Yeah. These are like six foot tall, vibrant color uh, uh, prints, spreads. I don't know what you'd call them, but oh, what you call them? <clears throat> yeah. they're they're gorgeous, man. So congrats to you, because every time Thank we uh, go through there, we stop and look at them every time. It's every probably time. the best thing that's on display there. I think <laughs> <laughs> I, I really I think appreciate the big that, head guys. was it's... moving for him. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you guys see that somebody drove a car straight into the convention center about a month or two ago? No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like came in like a 60, 75 mile an hour, like jumped the curve and just disappeared into the place. Good grief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it apparently just happened again. Not to the convention center, but the same thing. Uh, same problem with the car somewhere else in Columbus. You're kidding me. Nope. Happened like yesterday. It may have been today. Same person or just like a recall issue? Uh, recall issue from what oh. it sounds like because uh, it was the same like make and model a car oh my god same, same thing that happened to that person happened to this person i'm gonna and... have to find out because yeah and stay away from that make and model <laughs> yeah <car>. right right <laughs> well you drive a kia i'll drive mm. no i don't think so <laughs> my bike nothing wrong with kia it's just the first one that came to mind <laughs> yeah yeah but so anyway, tell us about this Kickstarter, which it's incredible because you guys were fully funded 25 minutes. Yes. 25 yeah, we, minutes. We uh, are thankful to have some really great uh, folks that want to support us. And um, like you said, we funded in 25 minutes. Uh, last I looked, we have hit like the 9,000 mark. So we've unlocked yeah. a handful of stretch goals. And we're trying to trying to get a handful more stretch goals unlocked before this thing ends, uh, which is I think August 9th. Yes. So we've got we've got uh, Gem City Comic Con July 23rd, 24th. We got a week off, and then August, whatever that first weekend of August is, we'll be at C2E2 in Chicago. And so in the mix of all that, we're going to try to hit these conventions, hand out postcards, try to get the word out on this thing so that we can hopefully. Get some more support in there. Unlock all these fun stretch goals because what we what we want to do is like get everybody make sure they get the the book, which is forty eight pages, full color. Um, I'm doing all the illustrations for the book, like I have all the previous issues. Um, we've got a couple of variant covers available as options, uh, so you can get a. Um, there's one cover that was done by myself and Jacob Bear, and then we also had Matt Horak do a cover for us. Um, anybody that might be familiar with Matt, he's worked on Deadpool and uh, a number of other things over at Marvel and various publishers. Nice. Um, so you got some different options on getting the book, but like I said, we want to we want to get you all this cool, fun stuff with the stretch goals included in with the book. So it's not you're not just going and going supporting and pledging and saying, "Hey, I'm getting a book." I'm also getting all this handful of goodies. Like right now, we've unlocked like a couple of stickers, uh, a coaster. I can't remember the rest of them. But Steph and I, my wife, she's the co-creator. We uh, we came up with some fun stuff where we're doing uh, kind of a bar theme because in the story, Scarlett owns a bar, yeah. and so we've we're starting to hit some of that stuff. There's going to be a pen, a lanyard, a uh, bottle opener. I'm trying to remember what else is on there, but I want to try to hopefully get some of those things unlocked so people can get that stuff. Right. Um, and, and again, it's like you get the book, you get all these fun other goodies, um, and you know, hopefully you've got a fun, entertaining story to keep you happy once you get the book in hand and can read it. 
So yeah, I think that uh, that's the uh, the campaign in a nutshell there. The spiel, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a testament to what you guys have uh, both built with this character and this book, because for your Kickstarter to just sell out that quick, there's anticipation, there's hype around it. People yes. are waiting for it and they can't wait. So, you know, you guys are about to hit 10 times of what you were asking, 10 times yes. the amount, and it, it still has time to go further. And it looks like it's very well going to do that. So that's got to be amazing to have a amazing feeling to have a property like that, that people are just waiting to get their hands on. It, it absolutely is. When I look back where we started and, and it actually came up in conversation with a friend uh, just two days ago, who was asking me if, if there, if there was no such thing as crowdfunding, would we be doing this? And my answer was pretty quick to be no, because yeah. it, it mm -hmm. takes a lot of time, effort and money to, to make this thing happen. Mm -hmm. And we did the first two issues of the book. Um, the first full issue we released in 2006 and uh, the second issue was in 2009, I believe. So there's, you know, a pretty good gap between those first two books. Uh, and there has been kind of consistently about a two or three year gap each time, uh, just due to the the time involved that I've got to take away from other projects. Sure. So looking back and going, yeah, if we wouldn't have had crowdfunding, I don't know if it would have been feasible to take that much time away and be able to spend enough to get the books printed and do all the things we want to do with it. Um, so having the crowdfunding has made it so more like advantageous for us to be able to dive in, make the book happen. Um, right. and, and then now we get that, that feeling of, Hey, we've, we've accomplished this, but there's so many people out there that want to read the story. They want the artwork that, um, yeah, I, I can't really put into words because it's just a, like an unbelievable feeling that, you know, people actually want to see this thing that, uh, you know, we've made and put out there that from when we started, it was kind of like, yeah, it was a slow burn. It was like, do people really want to read it? Do they want us to do another issue? That kind of thing. And not not getting that to like instant gratification whereas doing the crowdfunding thing we get this instant gratification of saying wow all these people immediately they want to get yeah. their hands on it whereas before it used to be you know trying to get to all these different conventions and we'd feel good if we sold a handful of books but now we know like hey there's there's folks out there that want to read this we want to keep yeah. putting it out um and it, even though this one might wrap up the uh the story arc that we've been building to all this time there's little nuggets to uh, tease where we want to go with volume two and uh, hopefully continue on the story and keep uh, keep the character going and um, hopefully uh, have some more uh, unique stories to tell with her. So this 48 page uh, book, is this just the last uh, issue or is this all of them like combined? Because that seems like a pretty hefty comic right yeah. there. Uh, this is just will just be the the fifth issue. Um, nice. So this will wrap up that story arc. We do have in the campaign. You can get the other uh, four issues, um, and uh, also the uh, the field guidebook that goes with it. And we've got a whole package deal where you get a nice uh, printed box. It's all done up with artwork on it and stuff. So you've got like a collector's box that you can either keep the books in or we kind of design it in mind of like, if you're going to a convention and you want to throw a stack of books in there to go get signed, nice way to store it in like a backpack, something like that. Oh, that's cool. right on. Yeah. Yeah. How many times <laughs> have we been there? Like Randy, put this in your binder. We don't want yeah. to stop. He's got his trapper yeah, yeah. keeper with him. <laughs> and, and I think we've all been there. And a, a lot of this stuff comes from both Steph and I's experiences of, you know, we really need one of these for a convention or it'd be really cool if we had, you know, this or that or whatever. 
And that's kind of the way we did the story is, is also, it was a lot of me going, you know, it'd be really cool if we did this in the story, or I've been trying to hide Easter eggs like crazy throughout the pages and in the story. And even the dialogue, Steph hit some fun stuff in the dialogue that you know, calls back to either our favorite movies or favorite scenes from comic books or TV shows, what have you. We're just, we wanted, we wanted everything to just be fun so that it keeps us entertained working on it. But hopefully right. the folks that go to read it, they're going to be entertained by it and see, you know, some of the stuff we're trying to, you know, give a little call outs to. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I love lo looking for Easter eggs, yeah. but it looks like they already are loving it uh, there, Sean. So yeah. Again, congrats to you. I encourage our uh, listeners to go over to scarlethuntress.com, correct? It'll take you over to the Kickstarter. Yes. Uh, we'll also have a link for it on our uh, social media. Or you can go to seanforney.com where there's a uh, link you can click that'll take you to the Kickstarter. But you can see everything else Sean has going on. And uh, you can check him out on uh, both his social medias at seanforneyart. Is there somewhere else I should direct uh, people, Sean? Uh, all my social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, whatnot, YouTube, uh, all Sean Forney art. Okay. So, and Look I, at that. He yeah, got it all. We did. Yeah. Well, we were a little behind. the. <laughs> we were slow. We were slow. What can I say? We fucked up. We messed up. But hey. hey you're, you're down a man this evening. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll blame it on that. Sure. <laughs> well, Sean, man, it's always a pleasure to have you here. Uh, you're always welcome back. You have a home here. And uh, congratulations to you, man. You, uh, it's so awesome to have talked to you periodically, you know, over the years, seen you at cons and seeing you just every time we see you get more and more successful. Mm -hmm. So um, just congratulations to you. Very happy for you, man, and can't wait to get you back on the show. I, I appreciate it, guys, so much. And um, as you mentioned early on when we started this thing, uh, I hope everybody goes and gives you guys a vote on the, uh, the podcast thing because you guys deserve it. I've always enjoyed uh, coming and chatting with you and hanging out. And well, thank you, guys you. Are, you guys are definitely deserving of an award. I would, I would be nice. I, I would not rebuttal. I would take it. And be I happy. wouldn't argue with him. No, on no, that no, no. I would take it and be very happy. So, but thank you for the kind words, Sean. Yes. That's very nice. Uh, absolutely. But uh, until next time, Jack, what do we have on the website, sir? Go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can listen, like, subscribe, follow, become a patron, buy some merch, leave a comment, see some YouTube videos. Or if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And once again, you can find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Cand underscore Air. And uh, like we were saying earlier, or like Jack was just saying about that website, CandairPodcast.com, merch tab on there. A, uh, 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 the Patreon tab is on there. Actually, do you think you could throw like a temporary link on the website here in the next day or two to take people over to the voting? That way all we have to do oh, is yeah. Yeah. shoot them to that link and it'll... Uh, be easy yep <laughs> absolutely awesome so keep an eye out for that by the time you're hearing this episode it should be up and ready and uh once again uh halloween stories we are looking for halloween stories to have told on our show and again they don't have to be paranormal it's encouraged but it does not have to be some some of the ep uh, stories we got in last year's halloween episode so it had nothing to do with ghosts had mm -hmm. just to do with squatters and it was fucking <laughs> horrifying man horrifying so any any kind of scary stories you got we want to hear them info at candarepodcast.com or just go to the website again candarepodcast.com and i think unless i'm forgetting something am i good that tick all the boxes evergreen podcast go check Thank out you. all their podcasts but listen to us first 
I like that motto. We should have an evergreen shirt that says that. <laughs> but, all right. I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. Sean Blaney, thank you guys. Thank you, Sean. And thank everyone so much for listening. Be excellent to each other. are mean, so I'm running away from home. Where you gotta go? I don't know yet, but that'll show them. <laughs> it sure will. Shipwreck! Parents just don't understand, and it gets lonely on the road, so be sure to listen to the Candare podcast. And now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. This has been a Candare production. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.